How cool is it to shadow a judge? I highly encourage every law student to do this. Sometimes it's called the court pupillage, but what is it exactly? And of course, how do you get one? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Future Barrister Podcast. I am your host, Neve, and we release a podcast every week to support future barristers as they navigate the good, the bad, and the ugly on their journey to qualifying. Let's just get right into it. What is marshalling? Marshalling or court privilege is the experience of shadowing a judge for a few days. I have done this twice, once at the Southwark Crown Court and then at the Old Bailey. Why do I believe every law student should get to do this at least once? Well, because it's it's quite a unique experience um, and it's fulfilling as well. It allows you to gain real insight into the daily workings of the court and an appreciation for the judge's role in case management. Some of the work which you get to do will be confidential, of course. Uh, you may just be required to attend, but a judge may ask you to prepare a case note on an appeal case or ask for your thoughts on the submissions which the barristers just made. The judge may then give you their opinion on the barristers' submissions. Wow, right? I will say that there's a deeper appreciation for this after you've started the bar course where you can really take a, like an examination in chief or cross-examination apart and see how the barristers did. <coughs> Excuse me. See what the barristers did well or what they didn't do um, so well. Even if the judge has asked your opinion and you thought a particular barrister was not so great, of course, it would be wise to use your words well. It could be that the barrister is just having a bad day. Don't doubt or, you know, speak poorly of the brilliance of anyone who has made it this far in the career that they're standing in court. Um, be polite and choose your words well, is, is all I'm saying. Shadowing a judge stands out on a CV and this is what we're all about here at Align, which um, of course is part and parcel of the Future Barrister podcast. We are about building our legal portfolios. <coughs> Needless to say that I personally would highly recommend marshalling, especially to persons from <clears throat> non-legal background and international students. But every single person, every single law student should endeavor to complete um, a court privilege. So you may be asking, how does one even get to do that? The most obvious one is through personal connections. That's pretty straightforward if you know somebody or if you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knew somebody that knows somebody. Um, <laughs> use that connection. <laughs> but if you don't know any judges, here we go. We have three suggestions. <clears throat> One, university's careers teams. Ask the career service at your university for information on other schemes. What do they know? How could they direct you? Number two, your inns of court. 
the ins run a scheme where you apply through through them uh, with your preferences etc and they try to match you with the judge within your preferred area of law um, so they will try to match you based on the location you prefer the preferred dates etc you may have to wait a while depending on your requests but give it a try and let us know how it went you know uh, as a matter of fact have you marshaled let us know how it went remember you can connect with us on all our socials at align the bar we're always sharing opportunities so keep an eye open so that is how I got to Marshall both times. It was through my ins. I had the pleasure of shadowing the Honorable Mrs. Justice Chima Grubb at the Old Bailey. Um, in 2017, I also had the opportunity to marshal at the Southern Crown Court. Both of these were arranged through my in, Grace in, um, to whom, of course, I'm extremely grateful for the efforts that is placed in making access to the bar equal for everybody. And I'm extremely grateful, you know, just for the experience that I had to to marshal at the Old Bailey. And I'm almost sure, I'm sure that the other inns have similar programs. Check out their websites. And for those completely new to the bar, there are four inns. So namely Gray's Inn, Lincoln's Inn, Middle Temple, and Inner Temple. <coughs> I'm so sorry. So sorry, guys. I'm really trying to get this content out. And um, on the last days of, of just this persistent write-off, so my apologies. <clears throat> Students can join an in from the penultimate year, which means this is the year before your last year of study. Um, I enjoyed so many benefits from my in before I was on the back course even, and I do, I do suggest that this is really the way to go. Join your in before you get onto the back course. Well, you have to join it before you sign on to the back course, but I mean way before that, from your penultimate year, as long as you can afford it, you should try to join an inn. Um, they usually have tours where you can see the inn and ask questions. Again, check out the websites for each of the inns. And my third suggestion is don't forget our good friend Google. Um, you could Google which courthouses are near you. And yeah, you could send an email out to the contact form that's there indicating that you'd like to uh, marshal the court, the judge that is sitting in that court. Um, sometimes you might get a response, sometimes you might get a yes or no, but it's it's something that you can try. So let's talk about my two-day experience at the O'Bailey. <laughs> it's Thursday morning and, you know, the clerk has just ushered me into the room where I wait and, you know, I'm, I'm contemplating how should I address the judge? Uh, should I say, you know, mysteries and dame and uh, justice? I'm like, remember the correct thing to say. Remember you Google this. <coughs> Top tip, just ask. You know, if you're unsure, just ask. But anyway, the judge breezes in and she says, hi, I'm Bobby. And, you know, it just set the tone for the rest of the time with her. And I wasn't trying to impersonate her by, by my high thrill. But it was just the essence of the greeting that I wanted to come across. Um, I must stress, though, that it can be tempting to be too friendly when the judge has taken that approach. But fight the urge and remain professional at all times, you know. Uh, I was allowed to sit right next to the judge, which would be thrilling as it were, but even more so as I was already on the back horse. Um, so I got to sit on 
a range of cases, including a terrorism case and an application for a production order. And on the terrorism case, on the terrorism case, I <clears throat> was shocked because the jury actually came back with a verdict on the case which I witnessed. And I have to say that based on some of the, the facial expressions that I saw throughout the trial on the jury's face, um, that is not the decision that I was expecting. It was a unanimous decision to acquit. And it, it was just a lesson for me as an aspiring barrister. Juries are unpredictable. <laughs> the, the opportunity to discuss with the judge on what my preliminary thoughts were on counsel's submission and then proceed to tell me how it could have been improved. Like the judge proceeded to tell me how it could have been improved that was massive, massive, massive um, assistance when I moved on to the second term on the back horse. I also witnessed the jury being sent out to allow the judge to correct counsel on a certain point. You know, that was that was so good to see how a judge can be kind, you know, and not like berate and, and bully a counsel because they had gotten something incorrectly. It was simply fascinating to see how the entire process breaks down into many pieces. And that's why I highly encourage that students should make an effort to try to get to do some marshalling. This experience provided the absolute delight uh, to dine with the judges at the Old Bailey for two days. So a personal development goal for me at that time was to improve my listening skills. Um, but there was some conflict there because you're seated with some of you know, the top judges in the country and you just want to absorb, but you also want to be able to engage in intelligent conversation. Um, and dining at Gray's Inn was excellent preparation because having done a few of the mixed messes, um, you know, with judges and barristers, that was quite helpful to, you know, help me in being conversational um, and knowing how close where to tread, when to step back and improve my listening skills as it was a goal, as I said at the time. I will say here again, another tip for bar students is that if your background did not include formal dining, <coughs> and even if it did, um, you know, mixed messes, dining sessions at the inns are highly recommended as part of the 12th required qualifying sessions. I think that number has changed now, but just your qualifying sessions in general. You know, some persons um, say, you know, it sounds like it's so old time and formal, but not everybody has had that experience. And so for me, I did enjoy having at least one session or a few sessions that were mixed messes. A huge part of this experience was meeting Mistress Justice Chima Grubb. Um, she's the first Asian woman to serve as a high court judge in the United Kingdom. And I was elated to have an opportunity to shadow her for a few days. Prior to that, she was a successful barrister and the areas which she specialized in were my areas of interest at the time. The in will attempt to match you that way. Um, I truly admire anybody, you know, anyone from an underrepresented group who has been able to achieve success in their career at the bar is something that I'm usually, usually um, um, attracted to and I admire greatly. Uh, just to witness her command in the courtroom, you know, her input, her questions for clarity where it was necessary, that was something to behold. And all the while being extremely calm, um, very put together, you know, you just never guess if 
if you did not know the law, you'd not understand just how deep she was going because she was just so calm and collected. And that was, that was just a beautiful thing to behold. Um, you know, but in her own words, she doesn't like attention and she just seeks to honor God in, in her work and ultimately to honor others. You know, the ability to work without prejudice is evident in some of the work that she has done as a barrister when she was a barrister. When she practiced, she was involved in the prosecution of the retired Church of England Bishop Peter Ball for sexual abuse, even if she's a Christian, because he had done something wrong. Um, there is no doubt that she's proud and she does not reduce her accomplishments, of course, but also she has an amazing sense of humor. When I asked her, I had the opportunity, you know, she was so kind to, on my last day, walk me out, walk me downstairs and just have a very informal conversation. And I said, how does it feel, you know, to be referred to as the first Asian female high court judge? She laughed and she said, you know what, if you look hard enough, there's always that small box you can fit yourself in. <laughs> oh gosh <coughs> talk about humility uh, however i say this um respectfully because i'm sure she does not take her achievements lightly okay so here are just my final general tips um, always send a thank you note to the judge. I send an email through the clerk. So I always ask for an email before I leave and I send a thank you note that way and to the inn as well because they arranged it. Um, it goes without saying to be courteous to everyone, including the clerk, the security guards, every single person. Um, if you're a perfectionist or recovering one like myself, as I, I deem myself to be, you will start listening off all the things you could have done better, all the things you did wrong. You know, was I too chatty? Did I listen when I needed to? You know, honestly, just chill. Because you're always way worse in your head than you actually were. And every experience is meant to teach and assist in development. So you take the good, take the bad, and you learn from the bad. Good is the experience that you you have received. That's That's the main point. Um, remember what's confidential and remember what can be shared, especially if you intending to do something like a podcast, a blog post, YouTube, like something like I'm doing now, just think what's confidential. If you're not sure, don't use it or ask, um, don't spend the time scrolling on your phone, on social media, ask if there's something you can assist with. So for this particular, um, marshalling experience, I had the pleasure of, uh, preparing a case note, I believe it was, on an appeal case. I think I did that through, um, during the breaks. When we had breaks, I think I worked on that. And when I did my other marshalling at Suffolk, uh, that particular judge had me meet two or three other judges. So I got to sit on a range of cases and I got to meet so many other judges uh, because I think his case um, did, was not going to happen on that day. So, you know, just ask questions, be involved, um, be eager and don't just spend the time on your phone. So guys, thank you for spending this time with me. As always, remember that the contents of this blog or this youtube um, episode this podcast whatever we have shared cannot be taken as legal advice but we are a support system we are trying to build community here um, and so it's not legal advice a special thank you to the honorable society of grace in the honorable mrs justice chemigrub and her wonderful clerk 
and remember to reach out use the links on our website alignthebar.co a-l-i-g-n-t-h-e-b-a-r.co um, or comment if you're here on youtube let us know if you have done any marshalling um, if you're having any difficulties securing your first one let us know how we can help and see you guys next time